Galatians 6, 9 reads, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at a proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Our life is just like any crop that is planted in the fields. It takes time for us to grow in God, and we are planted in the areas of life that need the most growth. But God has to begin that process in us. He waters us with tests in life that will bring our trials and tribulations right to our face. Little by little and day by day, we begin to grow and grow. Soon after all the time that is spent with God and his hands being on us, we sprout into the image and vision that God had for us all along. Being harvested by God's great grace shows the master's beautiful creation brought to life. Galatians 6, 9, let us not become weary in doing good work, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Our life is just like any crop that is planted in the fields. It takes time for us to grow in God. We are planted in, in the areas of our life that need growth, relationships, bad co-workers, financial hardships, etc. Then God has to begin the process. He waters us with the testing life. We are then tested by the weather of life through our trials and tribulations. But little by little, day by day, we begin to grow and grow. Soon after all the time that is spent with God and His hands being on us, when we can't even see what He is doing, we sprout into the image and vision God had for us all along. Being planted is what our life needs. Being watered through life helps us to grow. Being tested by the weather of life develops us in the unseen. Being harvested by God shows the master's beautiful creation of life. Yo, 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 what's going on, Bro Talk Nation, man? It's your boy Eric here, and I got my brother Jamarcus on. And man, tonight, tonight, we're going to dive into episode 62. Life throws you dirt, now it's time to plant. Listen, man, I know we've been away for a couple weeks, but I'm telling you, tonight's episode is going to be super dope. I promise you. But if you haven't, go check out last week's episode. It had a lot of gems, had a lot of juice from God, and I'm telling you, it's definitely uh, going to help your soul. So, hey, if you're out there on YouTube, go ahead and hit the like button, hit the uh, subscribe button, smash that bell so you can get all our up-to-date videos. And, man, bro, let's jump into it. But real quick, disclaimer, man, we, we thought we was live again. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing, but <laughs> we'll turn it over to my brother, Hey, man, you can tell we've been gone for a week, man, because I'm going to tell you right now, these last nine minutes we were talking to ourselves. Hey, but you know what it was? It was literally us, like, getting ready. That's all I'm going to say, man. So, hey, what's up, bro? Talk Nation, man. Good to be back, as always, man. We up in this thing. We about to get ready to spread this good news, have some laughter, have some joy, talk about God, talk about each other, and find a way how uh, God humbles our heart. Like he said, man, if you did not catch the last episode, man, 61, work your soul. Please go back and check that thing out, man. It was deep. It was good. It was everything you needed, man. But we are back. Hey, we're already serving the warrant. You had nine minutes to get ready to go. If you didn't get it going by then, you ain't ready. So let's go. Hey, so as you can see in the banner going across, man, we're in this still in this weight series god still has us here and tonight we are uh in this forming little mini series with inside the weight series from the video can see uh that you saw pop across with the oscar i'm gonna say that right now with the 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 emmy nominations waiting all right we about to be on bt soon all right we just waiting on the phone call i know y'all saw the denzel look away i was ready to go but um we are in this little thing in this farming series right now, man. And God has just been giving us words. So tonight we are literally talking about part two of like what's important on farming, right? On part one, we talked about how soil 
preparation is needed to even get the harvest going, like working your soul, letting God get inside of you and do what he does. But tonight we're talking about the most important part of getting this ready. And that is talking about seeds, right? Like we already talked about the verse that got us off in this, you know, the parable with Jesus talking about different seeds that hit the ground. But I, I wanted to talk to y'all tonight about this one verse that always got me. I know y'all heard it before. You probably heard it from your grandma on May May and them, on your uncle Luther and them. Like you probably heard it from everybody, right? You reap what you sow, right? And I always started, I was wondering, why does the Bible say that when the Bible also talks about being planted, right? It's this planet and sow. Like, what is the difference between the two? So I had to hop on Google, man. Y'all know I had to. I had to go to it because I wanted to know what's the difference from planting and sowing. And there is a difference, right? The word planting means seed is placed in the ground so that it can grow. Another dictionary thing says deeply rooted are firmly placed. So when something's being planted, it's it's you're putting the seed in the ground, it's deeply rooted and it's firmly placed. Now the word sow or sowed means scatter it um, on the earth. And definition of sow has the word plant in it. So you can't sow without something being plant. That that that's very important, right? And you sit up here like, well, why are you trying to like tell us that? Because I want you to know it's very important because I think we need to know the difference between what is planted in us and what is sown in us. Right. And then also what we plant in the world and then what we sow in the world, because plant, you're deeply, firmly placing something. That means that you are paying very attention, very, very, very close attention to what you're putting in something that's what the that's what the book said it's firmly placed so i got it in my hand and i know where i'm putting it at when i'm sowing something it just says i'm scattering it i'm throwing it right i, I know it's gonna grow but i'm not paying too close of attention to it i may forget where i put it at because i just threw it but when i plant something i can remember it because i touched it to put it in the ground that's very important, bro. Like I wanted to start off right there because that those those definitions threw me off. It opened up a new view to how I view in the Bible when it says something was planted or when something was sold, bro. Like I'm, I'm gonna stop right there, bro. <laughs> hey, so I just got the uh, <laughs> the vision of y'all haven't seen the NBA 75th, uh, you know, celebrating the 75th best players or whatever in the league. The scene that goes to where LeBron is talking with uh, Michael B. Jordan, right? So LeBron has a guard, right? Yeah. He's out there playing the season. He does his, you know, normal, you know, LeBron thing where he puts the powder in his hand, but it sees and then throws him out, right? Oh, I, so, just, I just caught that. <laughs> I just caught so that. That's what my brother just described. So he was throwing out the seeds, and as we know in the Bible, some seeds are going to land in good soil. Some seeds are going to get choked out by weeds. Mm -hmm. Some some seeds are not are going to die out because it's planted in in, in 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 the wrong kind of dirt, right? Yeah. But also in that same scene, Michael B. Jordan he said, "Hey, you can get one of the plants, right?" So Michael B. Jordan went and pulled one up, and he said, "Hey, man, you left a hole." See, mm. that's like a hole in our souls. The, my question to y'all, what are you planting and what are, what, what, are, what are you planting in your soil mm. that when you reap a harvest, is it going to leave you empty? Oh, right? that's good. That's good. I like that. Let's go. It's crazy because you just, man, like I've seen this commercial like thousands of times and never paid attention to that. What That's what LeBron was doing. And I just saw the commercial today. And, you know, we've been going over the seed thing and, and it didn't even click till you just said it now. And it's so crazy because, like you said, it's like him throwing up the seeds. Right. And mm -hmm. that's what sowing is. It's the scattering. We don't know where those are going to land at. And if you go back to that parable, 
the Bible says the farmer, some landed on good soil and it grew, some landed on rocks. And we talked about it last podcast. Like that's the things where it grow, but it doesn't grow to full potential, right? Because it get choked out. Some of the seeds got ate up immediately because yep. birds came and got it, right? That's so good, bro. I like how you did that, man. And like I said earlier, man, like you got to understand sowing of the seeds is the most important part of the crop harvest production, right? You could work your soul. You could do all that. You can have the rain. You can have the good heat. You can have all that. But if no seeds are put in the ground, you get no harvest. So you got to understand that each step is very important to the harvest. But the seeding, this is where what you get. This is where the fruit comes from that's going to be eaten. Right. So this is why you got to pay attention to the seeding. Right. So I wanted to go right into that part. Like, all right. So what's up with the seeds? Like I wanted to know I, I wanted to dig deep in this and talk to farmers and get in all these little uh, things and understand it. And I came to find out that it, it, it shouldn't be a shock, but farmers prefer to use seeds which give high yield. Right. That makes sense. Why would they pick seeds? That's going to produce less crops. Right. If you if you're trying to grow something, you're trying to use something to make it grow abundantly to the highest, you know, multitude that it can. Right. The best multiply that you can. So this is the same thing that farmers do. They choose seeds to have something grow with the highest yield. So if you stop right there on that part, when you are doing when you're picking your seeds, are you picking something in your life that's about to give you the highest yield and what you're doing? Like, are you going in with the best thing that's going to give you abundance and multiply? Like, we got to stop. Like, what I'm trying to say is we tend to pick things that's not going to produce a high yield. We pick these things that's going to give a temporary fix, right? That's what we do. For me, I, let's go ahead and be open and honest. Like, pornography. It only is not going to give me that highest yield. It's going to give me a harvest, but that harvest is not going to last. It's not going to last. It's going to burn down in the first drought. Like it's going to get flooded out when the first rain comes through. It's not going to provide me the highest yield. Better yet, this is jumping ahead a little, ahead a little bit. No one's going to be able to eat off of that harvest. Just understand that. The seed that you planted, no one's going to be able to eat off of that harvest, man. Ah, I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. I'm going to bring it back. Yeah, bro. Go ahead. You got to understand, like, I came to understand, like, when these when these farmers pick their seeds, do you know that how they pick their seeds is called a floating process? E, this is about to blow my mind. <laughs> So they take all of the seeds of the certain crop that they're going to grow and they put it in water. I'm going to read you word for word. Damaged seeds are hollow and are lighter. So they float on the water. Mm. So that means that they drift when the wind comes through or a current comes through. So damaged seeds get taken away. We, we're going to go back. Healthier seeds drop to the bottom of the water they're heavier they stay in place so you telling me healthy seeds are anchored where do we know that from what does the bible ever say anything about being anchored yes in hebrews i, I don't know the verse like the numbers and whatnot but it tells us to be anchored in faith anchored in jesus so heavy seeds in the floating process when farmers are picking them they they they, they don't float. They drop to the bottom. But those damaged seeds, they float to the top. They drift away. That's like when God puts us in the deep. See, God, how he did, you know, Simon Peter, he took him to the deep. He made sure that he wasn't going to float when a wind comes through because we all know the storms are coming, right? So what type of seed are you? What type of seeds are you, are you picking for your crop? Are you only picking seeds that are about to drift or are you picking seeds that are about to be anchored ah. that's good <clears throat> that's good bro bro <laughs> i'm gonna tell y'all right now I'm, I'm gonna give you a transparent moment let's go man usually in my life i always pick the hollow seeds i usually pick either women or i pick 
uh, some business or I'll pick playing the PlayStation. I'll put anything other than God, anything other than spending time reading my Bible, anything other than meditating on the word, anything other than and for the longest. Like the harvest I was getting, it's crazy how I was sitting there praying for something. Yeah, yeah. But I was planting a seed of nothing related to my prayer, but mm. expecting a harvest from God. Oh, man, say that again, bro. Say that again. Like, I'm planting a seed. Of, I, I, I'm praying. I'm praying for these things I want in my life. I'm praying for change. I'm praying for financial change. I'm praying for relational change. I'm praying for career change, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm over here harvest planting the seed of none of that. None, like of that. that. none of that. Right. So it's like a person that goes out, if a farmer goes out and he plants tomatoes in the ground, I don't know, like don't judge me because I'm not a thing. <laughs> so I don't know if tomatoes go on the ground or not. But if they so happen to be so, right? Why would the farmer expect some oranges? Ooh. That don't it don't, don't make, make sense. sense. <laughs> right? Like, so if you over here praying for God to do a work in your life, then he said faith without work. So you got to plant the seed of faith. Yeah. Right. And what you praying for, asking God for, and you're gonna heart, you gotta plant and cultivate it with belief, meaning you're gonna water it with your belief, right? And then the harvest that you're gonna that you're gonna harvest is what you ask God for if it's in his will. But see, too many times we go plant our seed in some woman or man, <laughs> in our friends, in our families, right? I know for the longest one in my past marriage, I planted every seed into my kids because that's where my happiness lay. Mm, I like that. But what I didn't know is what I was going to harvest was depression on the brink of thinking about suicide. Like those are things that we're planting, right? We're planting and trying to harvest something different from what we asking for. The farmer is not going to plant something and expect a different crop. What he puts in that ground, he's expecting the same abundance of the thing that he put in the ground. Crazy part about farmers, they got the biggest belief probably out of everybody on this earth. <laughs> we they don't know if it's going what's going to pop out the ground. They know, hey, I put corn in the ground. I don't know if a crop is going to show up. That's called faith. I like that. <laughs> I like that, bro. Like, man, what you're saying, bro, I, I like how you how you said, like, you were praying for something, but you were planning something differently. And I think, like, a lot of times we miss that. Like, you know what? I'm praying that I lose weight. But I'm planting at shipping Please. donuts cream donut. every day. Like, and, 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 you know, we're telling jokes right now, but turn that into something that, that's more life-hitting. Yeah. I'm praying for a healthy family, but I'm in every DM possible. I'm praying to be a faithful man, but I'm following everything that's going to lead me to be unfaithful. A, a, a wrong page. A, a, a star that's showing this and that. Like I, I, I'm, I'm telling y'all things that not. I'm not calling y'all out. I'm calling myself out. What I'm trying to tell y'all is, we, 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 like he just said, we pray for something, but we plant something differently. And I, and I think this is tied back into those different, those different definitions, because sometimes we're thinking, oh, sowing, so I'm good. But what are you planning? You can't plant <laughs> corn and then sow wheat and expect corn from your from your sowing. You're gonna get what you planted. Like that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like these things work together. Like in whatever field you're working on, you need to be doing. You need to be planting and sowing the same crop, right? Because you can't have. You don't want two different crops. On the same field, like, and I love how you just made that like so tangible, bro. Because I was doing the exact same thing what you're doing. I was praying for something, 
but was planning something yeah. totally different. And it's so easy to fall into. And, you know, you can you can be as high left and you can be as low right with what you're doing. But think about that. Like, think about, man, like, am I really out here planning what I'm praying? Oh, that's good. Like that. I like I, I, I get that now, bro. Am I planning what I'm praying like that needs to work together? That was good, bro. Like, I hope y'all really caught that. I hope y'all really caught that. Now, we just talked about, like, how the farmers, like, get their seed, like, process right. Like, how do they go about choosing your seeds? I, I wanted to go in this part because as I was going on um, on this little, you know, this little post I was reading, this part kind of shocked me when they start talking about seeds. Mm -hmm. You know, most of us, what we do to ourselves is we start believing something that we never did like and also you do it to other people too yeah, i'll yeah. give you i'll give you a, a quick like reason like i'm we're on this podcast right now me and e are on this podcast i need to let y'all know me and e have never went to no type of school no type of like you know, I, I know y'all know about me. I don't say anybody's name right in the Bible. So, you know, I have not been to any type of like church school, none of those type of things. But you have some people tell you, like, why? Why are y'all doing that? Mm -hmm. This part of this of this of this process, I wanted to make this point clear. Stop selling bad seeds. Mm. I want that to sting because we do it to ourselves and then we do it to other people. And the reason why I'm saying that is we sell ourselves bad seeds and we do it to others. And you know how many people have said like, like you, Hey, you can't be a cook because you never went to culinary school or you can't be a photographer because you never went to like school to take pictures or you can't do this because you never did this. Right. This is bad seed selling. You can't see other seeds grow because yours didn't. So you sell people bad seeds. That's what you're doing. And we do it to others and we do it to ourselves. We say, Jamarcus, you're never going to be up telling anybody anything about church because of all the bad stuff you did. That's how you sell bad seeds to yourself. So you sell yourself a seed that ain't even going to grow. And you firmly plant it in the ground. This is what we do with ourselves and we do it to others. So my, my, my thing today is stop selling bad seeds, bro. I'm going to stop right there and let you dive in, bro. Let you hop in on that one, bro, because, man. Hey, man, bro, you just spoke to my whole life right there, man. A lot of people that know me from my hometown, right? Like they know, they know the bits and pieces of my story, <clears throat> but they don't know about the teachers and the adults that were telling me yeah. what I couldn't, what I couldn't do, and what yeah. I wasn't gonna do. Yeah, yeah. I told this story before, but my principal, God rest his soul, told me that I wasn't gonna make it past twenty one. And the moment I graduated from high school, he was like, "Boy, I thought you were dead." <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna have those people that come into your life that and this is this is, goes perfectly hand in hand with seeding right because when you're planting when it comes to farming or planting seeds or plants or whatever it is there's a beginning process it's just like the birth of a kid when you yep. want to kill something kill it in the seed form mm, yeah. right smash the seed <laughs> rip it up tear it up guess what you put it on the ground it's never going to grow right because you destroyed the beginning phase of it when you're selling bad seeds you're destroying the beginning of what god had put in somebody else to do so just like those adults that told me what i couldn't and what i wasn't gonna be they were trying to destroy something that god put in me because they were selling me bad seeds they were trying to destroy it in the seed form the other thing when I learned in life, as I was growing up and 
I just ignored everybody that told me what I couldn't do. I had to learn that, man, you can't tell people what you going to plant before it's in the ground. Mm. Because they're going to sell you more bad seeds, and then you're going to plant the good seed that God gave you and the bad seed that they told you, and now doubt is going to choke out your harvest. Man, bro, that is so good. Like, you're already... Like, uh, I got to go back because you already like went, you already went ahead and got it, bro. But I got to go back to one of the points you were talking about. And I, I hope you catch it when I when I throw it out here because I tied it into it. Like, you know, we're talking about selling of the bad seeds, right? You got to understand that some of the seeds that 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 you're like you said, that people kill in that first process are gifts mm. like. Your seeds that you're sowing, some of these are gifts. There is nothing more heartbreaking to a child than a gift that can't be opened. Think about that. On Christmas Day, if you had a gift, I mean, it was beautifully wrapped with the best wrapping paper, best bow, and it had the child's name on it. And you told them they can't open it. The child is heartbroken. Just let that image be in your head. If you was that kid that had your name on that gift sitting under the tree and you opened up all the rest of the presents, all the ugly rap ones, like when your auntie and her wrap it in newspaper and the ones that you knew was socks and the ones that you knew was like nothing. But yeah. this gift was eight feet high and somebody told you you can look at it, but you can't open it. Some of these seeds that we're selling these bad seeds like he was talking about that we kill early are gifts. You're killing gifts of somebody. Oh, you can't cook because you went to culinary school. You just crush somebody's gift of spreading happiness and joy. Like this is what I'm trying to tell y'all. And, and the key thing is don't do it to yourselves. Mm. Don't be the kid to not open your own gift that God is giving you. See, we forget if you didn't know, and I was going to wait to the end of it, but God is telling me right now to go with this. God is our ultimate farmer. We're just working on his field. Mm. Like, I need y'all to know this. Anything, anything that we do, we learn from him. So if we're farmers and God tell us how to do our harvest, we had to learn from the ultimate farmer. So God had all these seeds for us and we're letting people run and ourselves run the seeds that he put inside of us off. Right. It's so crazy. You got to understand that God is the true farmer. He says he trims our binds. Right. He you got to understand these things because it ties into what we're saying. Right. E, like another part that I wanted to talk about. And and you brought it up, and I had to go back on it. I, I got a real quick story, bro. Let's go. Let's go. My grandmother in Louisiana, right on my dad's side, she she has this house, um, and she was like, baby, I'm going to give you these watermelon seeds, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like, you can you can grow with them. And I, I, I forgot what I did with the seeds, but I, I threw them somewhere. But what I did was we was eating watermelon one day, right? Mm -hmm. And as a kid, I had to be like eight or 10. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, if the seed in the watermelon is in here, what if I just put this in the ground and tell my grandmother that I planted the watermelon seeds that she gave me? So I took that seed and I put it in the ground and I, you know, I just thought it grew. I never knew my watermelon was growing because it didn't grow on top of the ground. Mm. I, I did some research and watermelons grow on top of the ground. They don't grow underground. I, I had to do research because I remember this vividly. I remember one day I saw a little plant like right where I planted it at and my uncle was mowing the grass and he cut the plant down and I thought, oh my God, he killed my watermelon. Like that's what my watermelon was supposed to be coming off of. Yeah. So months went by, bro. Months. My grandmother called me in the house and she was like, baby, you never, you never believe it. And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, I was working outside in the ground and look what I found. She had this huge watermelon 
in her hand. Mm. And I was sitting there and I was like, but he cut he cut it down. And she looked at me and she said, don't you ever forget this. Some seeds you plant, some people never going to see them grow. Ooh. They're going to grow when they're buried. And when it's time for it to be shown, it's going to break through. I said, so I'm here to tell you this. Some of the seeds that are in you right now that are growing have been cut down. See, the surface has cut them down. Some stuff has got mown down. But when it's time for the seed to grow and be what it needs to be, it's going to break through. It's not going to need you to go dig it up. It's just going to break through. See, right now what you're seeing with this podcast, right now what you're seeing with Jamarcus, what you're seeing with E, it didn't need nobody to dig it up. It just broke through. See, this seed that God put in us, it knew the exact time when it was ready to break through. I don't know if it took COVID. I don't know if it took anything that I've been through or what I was going through, but God was saying, now it's time for the seed to break through. See, Abraham waited. Joseph waited. Jesus waited. But when it was time for them, nobody dug them up. It just broke through. See, seeds wait, and then they break through. You don't got to go dig them up. They just show up, and they outshow, bro. Like, you brought me to this about something you said earlier, and it just came out of me. Like, dog, you got to understand that. Man, I, thought cool. my, I thought my watermelon was gone. I thought it was done. And my grandmother went outside, and she saw the watermelon. The watermelon came and showed her, like, hey, I'm still here. And on top of that, I'm looking good. Like, that's what you got to think about it. This seed in you, it's going to break through. That's that's just what it is, bro. Man. Hey, sometimes, man, other people are going to dig up your seeds. <laughs> and they're going to realize your gifts where you, you thought it was gone. But there are going to be some people, man, that are going to dig up your seeds and show you what God put in you. See, that's good. When you're walking with that light, man, sometimes you can't see the light because of what life has done to you. But somebody else is going to see it in you. And they're going to be like, man, Eric, like, yo, where you, where you get all this from, man? Right? I'm going I'm to I'm, I'm I'm raise you a story, bro. And this is something I learned when I started uh, network marketing, right? And it was the story of the bamboo tree. Mm, okay. This is going to be crazy. So if you didn't know, the Chinese bamboo tree, right? It takes five years for it to even come out the ground once it's planted to mm. even show like a little sprout right and then i think within a year's time it grows like 60 feet mm. 60 five years and then goes to 60. so understand that when you plant that seed that time that wait some people are going to quit within five years yeah God gave you a word back in 20, 2002 and it didn't sprout. It's not going to sprout until 2022. But because you've been suffering, you feel like you've been suffering. You feel like you've been in lack. You feel like you lost. You feel like the world is just everybody else is passing you. But you just got to wait. Yeah, I like that. You can't listen to the people that's been trying to plant these bad seeds. You can't be too, you can't be too quick to try to do you know if you if you plant something and you dig it up too fast, you just stop the whole process. Yep. It can't reach its full potential. You shut it down. So God put something in you. There's something in you. I don't know who's on here that needs to hear this. There is something in you that God. He put in you when you was born. Mm. You the only person with this gift. You the only person that can get it out to the world like God wants you to. And you yeah. have to keep going. I don't care what that person told you, that you wasn't going to be, what you couldn't do, how you was going to do it. Because people going to come in. Not only they're going to say you seeds, but they're going to say you the blueprint of how to plant. It. <laughs> 
Not everybody is a farmer. Not everybody knows how to grow something. There are more people that talk about growing, but they actually know how to kill plants. They weed killers. Ooh. Most Bro. people are going to talk negative on your life more than what that gift that they're they going to say, man, I see the light in you, man, but hey, man, I don't, I don't think you're ready yet. What? What? That don't even make sense. Right. So you got to ignore those people when you passing them in life. Hey, ignore what they talking about. Trust me. I got plenty, plenty of stories for that. Of many of times people told me what I couldn't do. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm here today to show you exactly. When God put it in you to do it, just go. Because guess what? We didn't know what the plan was for bro talk. Big facts. That was just a seed that was planted. The seed wasn't even between me and my brother got two different seeds. I got a seed before I left my last command and I was sitting there wanting to do a, a podcast with me and my brother, and my cousin. But we were going to be talking about about sports and life and other stuff. Nothing to do with God. And then God said, no, you're going to do a podcast, but you're going to do it the way I want you to do it. Mm. Yeah. So I'm going to send you to a land where you have to plant a seed. And you've never been here before. You don't know what's over there. You don't even know what the ground is like. Mm. But you're going to go plant that seed like I told you. That's good, bro. <laughs> that ties right back into... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That ties right back into him being like the ultimate farmer, right? Like we as... We, we are just... Like we're creative just as God is because like you said, there's something in us. He God is in all of us. And... Like we get creative too with the things that he put inside us, but you gotta understand he's always fine-tuning it because he's a farmer. Like, yeah, I know you want to do a pot. Like, all you got was podcast. Okay, I'm gonna do a podcast. And he's like, nah, that ain't the way I wanted you to do it. So I'm gonna help you get to how I want you to do the podcast. I'm gonna yeah. show you the way to do it, bro. So I like yeah. I, I like how we're talking about this because I think this is the point for what we're all saying. Sometimes you ain't going to see what's growing. I know that was not proper English and I don't care. Tom said it on Tom and Jerry, you know, ain't is a word. Sometimes you ain't going to see what's growing. Right. And literally first Corinthians 1543 says it. Our bodies are buried in brokenness, but they will be raised in glory. They are buried in weakness, but they will be raised in strength. See, you don't see what's buried. No way. Thank you, God. We see what it is before it's buried, but we never know what's happening underneath. See, our bodies, our bodies are buried in brokenness. Yes, we see the brokenness going in the ground, but we don't know that the, the glory is what's about to be raised. So what goes in the ground is not what comes up. So your weakness is being buried, but strength is coming up. Oh, I get it. My fear is being buried, but my glory is what's coming up. Your courage is what's coming up. Oh, my brokenness is what's being buried, but my fixes is coming up. Whatever you want to bury, know that what's being buried is not what's coming up. See, that's what you got to understand. We're putting a seed in the ground, but a watermelon or wheat or corn is what's coming up. Like, that's what E is, like, trying to tell you. And this is the point we're trying to make. Sometimes you ain't going to see what's growing, man. Like, this is what this whole, like, point is right here. You got to understand, man. Like, this Bible, like what I just told y'all, that was right out the Bible. And that's what the Bible was saying. Don't worry about what's being buried. Worry about what's coming up. That's what you need to be focused on. You're burying that. But what's coming up is what we need to be working on. Like he said, podcast got it. And God was like, no, 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 no. See, you're burying that. But what's coming up is bro talk. That's what's coming up. And that's what we got to maintain our focus on, on what's coming up. And it ties back into what he was talking about earlier to make sure that you're praying for what you're planning for. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's so important, bro. Like, ah, bro, like, go ahead. If you want to hop in, go ahead, bro. Hey, nah, man, it's it's just it's just life, man. Like y'all, when y'all understand, like 
I know everybody that's watching, that's listening, like you've been in a struggle. Yeah. You just didn't know. You couldn't even see your way out of that struggle or whatever that was that was bothering you or whatever that, like, it's been times where I know when I first got divorced, like, I only had food for my son, but I didn't have nothing to eat. And I couldn't see, I couldn't see what was next because it was buried. Mm. But what God did was he brought, <laughs> he always sent a uh, help or something, somebody, someone, something my way. And I saw the end piece. I saw the harvesting of that because during those tough times, I don't know about y'all, but that's when I called God the most. And I mm. had to start changing it. I had to, I had to call God every day. Because when you call on him every day, when that next when that next time you plant a seed and you don't know if it's gonna grow or not in that waiting period, you're gonna be good. Because you already know, hey, if I plant here, whatever God say. See, here's the great part about it, man. And this, I got this from Michael Todd, and this, I, I'm telling you, it changed my life. If God told you no, or whatever you planted and God didn't give you that harvest yet, just know it's a better harvest on the way. Mm, I like that. Just know that whatever you planted, God is in the ground working and he's manipulating it to say, okay, you planted, you want more money, but I'm going to put you in a position to where you're going to help somebody else make more money, which is going to bring you more money. Mm. See, God is not going to make, God is not going to bless us with something that's only benefiting us. Oh, hey. We're talking about seeds, people. We're talking about planting. Y'all know that I talk about it every time on this podcast. What I go through in life, I'm a tree. What you picking off my tree is the fruit that I bear from the trials and tribulations of life. What God had to come in and change and and manipulate and move in me so that now I can produce great fruit. Oh man, you when you pull off my tree, everything that I've been through is to help somebody else. That's Ooh. good fruit right there. That hey, <laughs> that that right there, bro. Oh my gosh, bro. Like you do this to me every time, dog. I just want you to know that you do this to me every time. Because, like, literally, what you're saying is is literally like literally the next point I was going into, bro. Like because we 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 get you know it's crazy bro we get selfish we yep. get selfish right. we think that our seeds are only for us and that's what that's not what god is intending it for he's intending it just like what you just said that our seeds produce fruit bro and you know what i ain't i'm not even gonna do like an ad lib to get in this i'm just gonna say the point stop producing bad fruit like literally <laughs> I, I got it i got it I got it written down right there in my notes, man. Stop producing bad fruit. Literally, do you know if you if you eat fruit that is spoiled, you can develop symptoms of food poisoning? This is by a, like a, a, a doctor. This is not Jamarcus saying it. Some doctor called Miss Summer Yule. All right. The, like you get food poisoning from eating bad fruit. So if you out here producing bad fruit because you're your seeds. You're giving somebody food poisoning. You're making somebody sick. And that's what God, like, that's what he just said, right? If you didn't know that the symptoms of, like, foodborne illness can include, like, you know, nausea and vomiting, right? And I, I, I looked up Mark, like, uh, 712, bro. So, I, got, I mean, 720. So, I got to go to why I put this in here. But, like, it says Mark 720. And he added it's what comes from the inside mm. that defiles you from That's within true. out of a person's heart comes evil thoughts of theft, murder, sexual immortality, adultery, greed, wickedness, all these, all these vile things come from within that they are what defile you. So food poisoning. So you're vomiting all this from the bad fruits that you just got. Cause the Bible said it's what comes from inside of you. That defiles you. So if you're producing bad fruit to others and to yourself, I'll just stop right there. I ain't got to go further than that, right? It I, one of the other ones is diarrhea, right? It, you get diarrhea from eating it. It's crazy 
But guess what? I found. Yes, I did. I had to find something to match it, right? So it told it, it told me to go to Proverbs 29, right? 29, 18. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Right. And I was like, okay, so where did this come from? Like, God, tell me about myself. Boom. It literally says, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. That's what diarrhea is. Running wild. See, like, like, dog, I'm telling you, the Bible will talk to you. You think I'm playing. I know it's jokes and it sounds cool with the wordplay, but it literally says when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is joyful. So from this bad fruit that you selling, you giving people this, this vomit, this, this diarrhea, and they out here going crazy. Another word I got, E, that threw my whole thing out, it literally says uh, a dog is like a foolish man that goes back and eat his own vomit. Mm. Another, another verse says it's just like a pig that got clean that goes plays in the mud. We're returning and doing the same thing. That's what the Bible is saying. When you're producing bad fruit, you like a pig that just got clean and going back to play in the mud. Like, this is what E is talking about. It's so crazy you went here, bro. Because I wasn't, I, like, I had it written down, but I was like, yeah. I ain't going to go there. I'm going to leave that part out. But this is how God works. Like, somebody needed to hear this word to stop producing bad fruit. Stop selling bad fruit to yourself and stop selling mm -hmm. bad fruit to your others. Because Thank whatever you. you're growing, whatever you're planting, somebody is about to eat off of that. Farmers don't grow crops just to put them in a showcase. They grow crops to put them in a store. They grow crops so somebody can eat. So if you're growing bad fruit, you're poisoning somebody. Stop thinking about you, man. It's not about you. <laughs> There's one thing about this word, man. This word is for everybody. And if y'all ain't noticed, when... Jesus sent the disciples out to go do work. It wasn't for them. It was for the people. Mm, say that again, bro. <laughs> like, God said, we got greater works to do, meaning that not greater works for Eric and the Sturdivants. No, I got greater work to do for everybody I come in contact with that needs this word. When I'm planting seeds, I, 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 I'm not even going to lie. I'll be conscious of what I'm saying now because I don't want to plant a seed in somebody else and, and 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 whatever God planted in them, nah, I done choked it out and, and it's died. Like I don't want to be responsible for none of that. Yeah. I don't want to get up to the gates and they be like, oh, Eric, yeah, you the seed killer. What's <laughs> happening, killer? No, I don't want to be known like that. Yeah. I want to be the one that helped put more water on that seed to help cultivate and help it grow. See the see what you gonna water that pe other people see with is this living water. Mm -hmm. What we talk about all the time, right, bro? Yeah. Like, like this living water is what. Like, trust me, man. The things that we go through, <laughs> it, it we could keep it to ourselves. We could never tell you, and just get on here like everybody else that go to church and tell you to read the scriptures and that's it. But that's not that's not that's not how God laid this thing out, man. And that's something that I had to realize is like, Eric, everything that you do, no matter what it is, what you're going through, where you're at in your life, where you're not at in your life, it's for somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the God. For some reason, God put a seed of being a, a, a teacher or something in me, much as I hate school, but shouts out to God because he helped me get my degree. Hey, <laughs> congrats, bro. But I don't like school. But God put in me a teaching spirit. And so I like to make things real and tangible for people to see so that you can get the understanding that God wants more for, from you and for you. He wants the seeds that are in you to flourish. Like, this is how this is how to begin. Let's go back to Genesis. How did it start? In the garden. Mm. Ain't nothing but seeds and it wasn't no meat. It was nothing but seed. So in the beginning was the seeds. <laughs> Big facts. And what is the seed? See, y'all missed that. In the beginning was the seed, the word. Mm. 
See, God put the word here first so that when he planted in us, it'll grow. That's good, bro. It'll flourish. Like, I don't even know how to say it more. Hey that's, hey, that's good, bro. Hey, that's good, bro. Hey, hey, they, they, hey, if you missed it, put it on replay, bro. Hey, so I wanted to, bro, I wanted to hop in here, bro, because I, I wanted to, man, dog, this, this part right here is where it's at, man. I can feel it. Do you know a seed knows how to wait? Like, a seed knows how to wait, right? Did you know some seeds wait a year to, like, grow? A cherry seed can take, can wait for a hundred years with no growth. You can you can Google that. That that's like a, a that's like a fact right there. Did you hear what I just said? A cherry seed can wait for a hundred years and see no growth. That's a wait that they can do, right? Only the seed know what it's waiting for. <laughs> Did you just get that? That's good, bro. Only the seed knows what it's waiting for. Nothing, nothing else. Nobody else knows what it's waiting for. Only the seed does, right? There was an author that I was reading on this. He explained seeds are alive while they're waiting. Like seeds are alive while they're waiting. See, I'm now I'm about to turn this on us. See, this is us. We are the seeds. See, when we're See, this is us as seeds. We are trying to stay alive instead of dying. And I'm, I'm about to give you something real quick because I'm about to make this point like really good, right? So you can understand what I'm saying. Let me dive into my Bible because I got it. I got it highlighted. I got it highlighted on this one, right? So it says like First Corinthians. I'm sorry, First Corinthians 15, bro. Uh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Let me hop in here real quick. 15, 36 to the 37. And this is in the NLT version, all right? I don't know what version y'all be reading in, but this is the NLT version. It said, what a foolish question. When you put a seed into the ground, it doesn't grow into a plant unless it dies first. Read that Say that again, bro. Say that I got again. you. What a, somebody asked the question, right? Let me, let me show y'all the question. But someone may ask, how will the dead be raised? What kind of bodies will they have? They answer back, what a foolish question. When you put a seed into the ground, it doesn't grow into a plant unless it dies first. So now you understand what I'm saying when I say we are trying to be like something that we're not supposed to be like. We're trying to stay alive when we should be trying to die. And this is my point. Let me make it my point. You will bloom when death comes. They missing you this. will bloom when they death comes. This. See, you thinking that you're supposed to be what you're going to, but you still want to stay alive. I can't be here if the old Jamarcus wants to be alive. That flesh got to die off of me. See, the Bible says when you come to me, you are a new creation. The word new means something old had to go. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. See, when you in this seed phase for that plant to blossom, the seed got to die. See, the seed know what it's waiting for. The seed is waiting for it's time for me to go so that something better can come. See, we can't be like this. We can't be like. Oh, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this money to happen. I'm ready for this business to happen, but I'm going to keep on stealing. Your business ain't going to never bloom. You can't be you can't be ready to be a CEO and you stealing as an employee. You ain't going to never be ready to be a CEO because what you going to do when they steal from you? See, you got to die first to bloom. I'm in somebody's house right now. I know I am. See, you can't be you can't be a faithful man if the old you won't die. Like, that's what I'm trying to tell you. You will bloom when death comes. I'm not done, bro. I'm just ready for you to hop in right now. Hey, golly. Hey, man. I hope y'all caught all that. 
death has to come. Like, in order for that seed to change, it has to go into the dirt and a transformation has to happen. Your flesh, meaning your worldly desires, women, money, drugs, whatever it is, has to die before the true you. Mm. Some of us don't even know who we are, man. That's I think I think that's why we keep planting these bad seeds and keep harvesting bad seasons. But you don't even know who you are. God, God said, "I made you fearfully and wonderfully made." Yeah, Meaning that, that something when you die, when your flesh dies, you ever seen a, a rose seed before it became a rose? You ever seen tulips before it became tulips? They was just seeds. Let's go, let's go, bro. In order for the beauty to come out, it, the seed, the covering of the seed had to pop off, had to die. The, the, what's on the inside, that new creation is on the inside. The seed is only the protection. Yeah. So you have, you got to shake off, hey, you got to get rid of, and I mean like gangrene, cut it off, burn the bridge behind you to the things in your life that are keeping you from becoming the creep. The beautiful creation that you were meant to be. That's all I got, bro. That's good, bro. Like, yeah, 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 bro. I gotta keep this going because, like, you gotta understand how powerful this is. What we're talking about. Like, I'm gonna give y'all another an, another quick Bible here, and it's First Corinthians fifteen forty two through forty four in the Message version. See, I need you guys to start going through this Bible and reading different versions, like. Because different versions gonna hit you differently, right? This one says this image of a of planting a dead seed and raising a live plant is a mere sketch at the best, but perhaps it will help in approaching the mystery of the resurrection of the body. But only if you keep in mind that when we're raised, when we're raised for good and alive forever, the corpse that's planted, it ain't beautiful. There is no beauty in it, but when it's raised, it's glorious. Put it in the ground weak, and it comes up powerful. The seed sown, the seed sown is natural. The seed grown is supernatural. Some seed, same body, but what a difference from when it goes down in physical mortality for when it raised up in spiritual immortality. Let me say that again because it's the point that got me going crazy. See, it said. When the corpse was planted, it ain't beautiful. But when it's raised up, it's so it looks so good the eyes couldn't even see it. This is Jamarcus' version now, right? So then it says it goes on. See, if you put it in the ground weak, it comes up powerful. We talked about that before. What's buried, don't worry about that. Worry about what's coming up because then the Bible said what comes up is powerful. The seed that is sown is natural. So all the seed that was spreading, that's natural work. That's me and you out here doing what we do. But the seed that is grown is supernatural. Why is it supernatural, Jamarcus? I'll tell you why. Literally, it says it in the Bible why it's supernatural. 1 Corinthians 3, 6, chapter 3, 6 through 7. I planted the seed in your hearts and Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is God makes the seed grow. So you sitting up here worrying. You now you understand why the Bible says when it's sown, that's just normal. But when it's grown, it's supernatural because God makes it grow. It don't matter who's watering it. It don't even matter that I'm planting it. The only thing that matters is is when God puts His hand on it, what's grown. Because God can take a seed that can't be seen, that no one saw, that everybody thought that was just buried, and grow it into a watermelon that the family eat on for one Thanksgiving. He can take a seed of somebody moving from all the way from Florida thinking they were supposed to be going to Alabama to San Antonio with a town with families where no one knew. That's just normal. He just got there himself. He just got an apartment and met some people. That's normal. But what's about to grow out of that, this bro talk, this you meeting all these people in your financial business, I make the supernatural grow. See, you got to understand what God is doing with these seeds, man. He's doing something that 
can't even be understood. See, that's why you don't have to understand them. Just stand on it, man. Ah, bro, the seeds that we got right now, all it's taking is it's just waiting. Like we said, only the seed knows what it's waiting for. It's waiting on the right temperature, the right water, and with the right combinations, that thing is going to grow. You got to understand that combination is God. Let God put his hands on it and it's going to grow. I'm going to leave it right here, bro. And I'm going to tie this up real quick because I got to do it, bro. Each beginning is the end of a waiting. Each beginning is the end of a waiting. So after the seed is grown into this tree of hope, that was the end of the wait. That beginning of the tree was the end of your wait. For you to bloom, something must die. Every tree was first a seed that only waited. Let's go. Hey Amen. I'm going to need all y'all to watch that on the replay. Everything he just said. Because <laughs> if you didn't, that right there alone is going to change your life. Bro. It's going to change your outcome, your outlook. Thank you, God, man. Thank you, your God. Your outreach. Bro. Like, it's going to change all of that in your life. And I'm telling y'all, what he just said, he just spoke my life back to me, if y'all ain't catch that part. <laughs> and to see what God has done, that Man, that right there, God, leave, man. I don't, bro, I ain't really got nothing else after that, man. Bro, it's man, this this too good, bro. I just seen it. I just seen it all around us, bro. Literally from my from my wife and what she has done. Literally from Ash and what's going on from me to you. Like these things, friends around me, bro. This seating is important, and I need y'all to grasp on this, bro. Like I I I gotta I gotta do this word. Job 14, 7, even a tree has more hope. If it's cut down, it will sprout again and grow new branches. Like, this is what I'm trying to tell you. These seeds that we're planting, they're growing into trees, man. These seeds that you are growing do not grow trees of aggravation, do not grow trees of depression, anxiety. Let's start growing trees of faith, hope, joy, friendship, love. Man, like this is so much bigger than what we're doing right now, bro. But you got to understand, guys, like you got to know for you to bloom, something must die. Like something has to die for the bloom to happen, bro. Like this is too good, dog. Like this is living testimony right here. What we seeing. like I had to die. The old me had to go. It's steady getting worked on. But for, for you to grow, something got to die, man. Oh, thank you, God, for this one. <laughs> hey, man. I'm sorry, bro. No, nah, nah, bro. No, nah, this is good. Man. This is good, yeah, man. Uh, and that's and that's that's real talk, man. I'm telling y'all from a person that was dealing with depression and all that, like those seeds of other other things other than what God said. This is something that helped me get through it was reading the word and what understand this, what God says about you. Nothing else should matter after that. He's already planted. I just told y'all the, in the beginning was the seed, the word. He already planted the seed in you. He already told you that you're wonderful and fearfully made. He already told you that he had he has plans for you to prosper. So why are we sowing seeds of doubt? God ain't never lied. Show me one time God lied in your life. Show me one time he didn't do what he said he was going to do. Because you know what? He didn't do what he said he was going to do. He did greater. That's how good God is. We plant these little bitty seeds, but God gives us fields. Mm. <laughs> you got to get, man, you got to get in that word so that you can start tuning out those other seeds of doubt, other seeds of fear, other seeds of worry, other seeds of shame. Like God already washed all your sins away. And he said you're gonna be getting you're gonna get it, you're gonna get extras. Mm, that's good. Because he said you're gonna leave your he said a man should, should should leave an inheritance to his kids, kids, kids. So if he told you what you should do, just know pre pre provision is already there for mm. it to happen. The work is all all you gotta do is work. <laughs> all you gotta do is plant the seed, cultivate it. 
get in the word, cultivate it. Even for all the plant lovers out there, right? I, I remember watching this on YouTube. Now I'm gonna be done after this. They did a test with two plants. One plant they spoke negative negativity towards it. Yeah, Saying, yeah, yeah. You're not beautiful. All the negative things that a person could say to another person. But then in the other plant, they spoke all we call it words of affirmation, but all good things. The plant that got the good words spoken to him thrived and grew way bigger and stronger. The other one died out. My brother just talked about this in the beginning. Stop planting these. Stop being a seed killer. Yeah. You got to stop, man. Hey, this one. Bro, you came through, man. I ain't going to lie. Go back and watch that. Go back and watch that. My brothers just came through with the word on y'all. So you can't do nothing but fact check it. All right. I'm good, bro. Closing words. You got nothing, brother? Nah, man. Y'all just, hey, man, I hope whoever needed to hear this word tonight, man, I hope y'all got something in y'all. I hope a seed was planted. And I hope you get out there, man. Find God. Um, if you if you if you fell off, get back on, man. God ain't never turned nobody away. So hey, that's all I got, man. Facts, facts. Hey, bro, Top Nation's been great, man. Again, if you out there on YouTube, hit the like, hit the subscribe button, smash that bell so you can get all up to date videos. Hey, until the next, until next time, next episode, we'll see y'all. Be blessed. Check us out Thursday on Helium Radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be on there. Hey, be blessed, man. Yeah.